Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Out of Bounds Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, BJ. I got a whole crew with me today. I got Jim. I got Junie. I got KG. Big D with us. And uh, hopefully my man Gary be joining us shortly. Uh, we got a full episode, a full slate of things for, to talk to you guys about today. Uh, Capitals, finally, 2018 Stanley Cup champions. And the Golden State Warriors sweep the keep Cleveland Cavaliers for nothing to take another NBA championship, third and fourth years, KD second. So we're going to dive into all of that. What's going on, fellas? How y'all feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah, I'm good. Hey, man. Can't complain at all. Can't complain at all. I guess we can start. Let's start, let's start with the positive. Cause we, we have a lot to dig in as far as the, uh, the NBA Finals. Capitals, finally. After years of their first and second round woes, not being able to get past Pittsburgh and Sidney Crosby, um, finally um, get to the Stanley Cup and they beat the first year expansion team, the Vegas Golden Knights, in which uh, if, if you looked at the first game, you, you really thought it was going to be a long, high scoring series, but I felt like, and I told K, KG this, and, I, and I'm waiting for him to pop on here. I felt like the Capitals, that first game, I felt like they were nervous and didn't have their legs underneath them. I said, once they get their legs underneath them and execute their game plan, I don't think Vegas would be able to stop them. And the Capitals, they they they, they went to work. They went to work. Uh, winning the title in Vegas – Oveskin's first, Backstrom's first. I think Oveskin's 13-year uh, tenure with the team. Backstrom is the second longest, I believe, with 11. So seeing Ovi going to get that cup from uh, Gary Bettman, the uh, NHL commissioner, was a real, real good, 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 good look. I, I enjoyed that. I, that's probably the first time in a long time I've watched – uh, I, I want to say I watched about 80% of the, the Capitals games, the playoff games. So just learning a little bit more about hockey and uh, enjoying the Capitals. Did y'all, did, Jim, hey, D, did y'all, did y'all get to watch any of the Capitals games? I watched game one and uh, game five. Okay, okay. Jim, what about yeah, you? Yeah, I only saw, I only, I only saw a little bit of it. You know, I saw. I saw a game, uh, I guess game five, when they went up like 3-0 in the first quarter. I just kind of forgot to turn it back. But, yeah, I saw some of it. Okay. I mean, I, I watched a little bit of it. And uh, I'm waiting for KG to come up. But we, we, we're, we're going to – I'll dive into it a little bit. Um, it was a real, real exciting playoffs, period, for the Capitals. Um I thought I thought this this year, especially when they beat Pittsburgh, even when they came to Pittsburgh. KG man, what's going on? What's happening, fellas? Ain't nothing much, man. We uh we we talking about uh I, I wanted to dive into the uh I know you watch a little bit more than Jim and and, and D did about the uh, the Capitals game, so I wanted to talk and touch about that a little bit. Uh, I was saying that the that the uh, the playoffs was exciting. You know, their 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 series, all three of them, all all their series were exciting. First, second, the the Tampa Bay series where they went down three nothing and had to come back and beat them in seven games. And then, uh, remember remember the conversation we had game one when they were playing the Golden Knights, and I told you that they had to get their legs underneath them, and then the Golden Knights wouldn't be able to to deal with them. Sure, indeed. Yeah, yeah, I I, I really believe that because Oveskin, uh, I. Don't hey, don't nobody get me because I'm gonna butcher these names. I, I want to say it's Kuz, Kuznetsov. Kuznetskov. All those guys were on a uh, uh, Braden Hopi. They were on another level, and you could tell they playing playing on another level. You know, uh, it, it was really, really fun to watch. 
really but, fun to watch. You know, me and you talked off air about Hopi, and I told you I, I, I had a conversation with you and uh, a few other people. And I, I said, we don't have anybody behind Hopi. Grubauer wasn't Hopi. And the simple fact that he was able to get going and Hopi did what he had to do, man. I apologize. I apologize. Um, yeah, man, I was I was listening. I had to walk away for a second, but that's I, I was saying I hadn't watched hockey in a minute, and to sit down and watch that series because you know everybody, you know, Capitals. You know, okay, is it this year? Are they going to do uh, a Washington Nationals and 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 what they've been doing and buy the playoffs the second round? And when they came back. And they took that series from Pittsburgh. I was like, this has to be the year. They finally beat that demon that is Pittsburgh. They have to do it this year. And when they fell down 3-2 to Tampa, it was like, oh, my goodness, not again. You know, and then they came through and beat them. When they, they, it, when they got over the Pittsburgh hump, then they got over the Tampa Bay hump. It's like, okay, we can't go to – and I say we – the Capitals can't go to this Stanley Cup and lose to a first-year expansion team with the general manager that helped build this team in Washington, George McPhee, running the, the, the ship in Vegas. It, it can't happen that way. And that game six, man, everything that could have went Vegas way went Vegas way. They had a goal where the guy was, didn't even know where the puck was. The Vegas guy was in front of Hopi. And it, it, the puck hit off his skate, went in the net. They had another one where it was clearly, I thought it was goalie interference because the Vegas player's leg took out Hopi leg and they, they let the goal stand. So, but Lord Stanley was, was, was sitting somewhere in the heavens and he said, not today. Not today. Y'all not going to win this this Stanley Cup like this. Y'all not going to take this from them. The Capitals came back, three down 3-2 in the game, came back 4-3, Stanley Cup title, Washington Capitals. I can honestly say I'm a man, and I can admit it, that that was the longest last two minutes of my life. That was the longest six-tenths of a second. But when that horn sounded and that game was over, I ran like I never ran before through this house. I came back in my bedroom. I cried on my wife's shoulder. And I, I mean, I cried like a newborn baby because D.C. hasn't had a championship, a major championship since January of 1992. Your favorite Washington Redskins. So to be a Capitals fan, for as long as I have been a Capitals fan. Now, when I first started watching hockey, I was a Chicago Blackhawks fan and things like that. And I said, why am I not rooting for the Capitals? I was a Dale Hunter fan, uh, Adam Oates. Only, only the goalie was my favorite player. And it, it started from there. I rode with this team for a long time. And to say they got over the hump, we got over the hump. I am grateful for it. And I did my cap, my Washington Capitol hat. It sits on my dashboard in my car. I did not move it. But one time during the playoffs, and the one time that I moved it, moved it, they lost. Uh, uh-uh. I won't, I, my hat will not move again. I'm hoping they repeat. Speaking of that, let's go into that question. Can they repeat? Um, now, we, we as a podcast as a whole, I could kind of speak for everybody on this. We don't follow hockey as hard as we follow basketball, hard as we follow football. So things like the, the little tidbits as far as contracts and who, who they have to sign and what they're putting on the ice next year, we need to dig into that a little bit. I, I think if they if they keep the, the main pieces, Pelly, the little the, the players that did the dirty work, Pelly Smith, Kuznetskov, Backstrom, they keep 
you know, hope be if they, if those guys are under contract, I think they, I really think they can they can uh, repeat. I really think they. And now that that monkey's not on their back anymore, you know, they can play free. They are champions. Everybody's gonna be now. They have to go through a whole different playing next year because now everybody's going to be gunning for them. This is Stanley Cup champions coming to town. It's a whole different level of playing now. They're gonna have to deal with that and adjust to that. So, what y'all think? Y'all think if they if they keeping the same team on the ice, y'all think they can repeat? Well, I I want to hear what Jim got to say because we got a Pittsburgh Penguins fan right there. What you think, Jim? Yeah, I, I believe they can repeat, man. You know how it goes at the every end of every championship, every season. It's all about free agency, and they can keep their uh like maybe they top two lines together. And then just keep adding pieces after that. Uh, I don't see why they can't. You know, they got what they hunt, which is the Penguins, and it all. And it also depends what the Penguins do with free agency. If they get a little tougher, it might make it a little rougher on uh, the Capitals to get back to the championship. But at the end of the day, I don't see why they can't. Man, if Ovi feels he got another season or two in him, um, hey, go for it. You know, if he want to go out like a champion, I wouldn't blame him one bit. KG, what you think? I, of course, I, I agree with Big Jim. Um, if you keep – you got to keep Ovi now. I don't think Ovi got a season or two. I, I want to say Ovi has a good seven seasons left. And I say five out of those sevens are going to be prime. The last two are just going to be farewell to him. And, you know, he, this is his 13th year here, and Nikki's 11th. So if you keep – them two together, Nikki and Ovi together, I'm good with that. And just keep building. Like, we need to find the chemistry at goalie and then start transitioning and get ourselves another young and up-and-comer out of the draft from overseas, wherever. Because it's going to be a time that we have to – It's it's got to be a guy that bridges that gap. When Ovi's light starts to fade, he has to be that bright star to come in and light everything up. So we need a guy like that. But if we go about it the way we normally go about it, which we always get talent, we always make great roster moves, just got to don't rest on, okay, we world world champs. Let's go ahead and just kick back. No, if they stay aggressive, they will repeat. And then if the repeat happens, once again, you could put Ovi, uh, Guinea Malkin, and Sid the Kid on the same category again as your top NHL stars of all time. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. Question. Don't, don't the Caps got a farm team? Oh, man. what's uh, Yeah, they do. Okay. Hershey. Hershey. The Hershey Bears, I think it is. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm making sure. I figured they would. And th- when Bruce well, Boudreau was here, they had a lot of talent that came down from them. Can y'all guys? Yeah, here you find. Okay, I'm just making. I, I hear a little sound. Sound. Hey, has anybody heard from the old school guys like Peter Bondra? Anybody them guys back in the day came out and talked about it? You know what? That that would be interesting. I I haven't heard anything. I haven't been listening to the local radio, but it would be interesting to see if Mondra and Dale Hunter and them guys. You know, I don't know if they own Twitter accounts or not. To just to see, you know, if they you know give them a thumbs up. I think uh, I want to say a couple of the old Capitals did, you know, congratulate them and 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 wish them well. Um, but yeah, that would be interesting to see. You know. I know for a fact Olaf Kozik did. He tweeted on um after the championship that we did. You know, I think he still works for the team also. I, if I'm not mistaken, he's the mentor to Hopi. So okay. I, and I know he tweeted and, you know, we did it. And it's been a long time coming. And I don't, I don't know if you're going to hear from Adam Oates or Dale Hunter because, remember, those are the two former coaches before Barry Trotz. And they I couldn't mean, get but- it done. But you know what? At the end of the day, you still was a Caps person, and that's and mm-hmm. that's if that's where your heart lies, that's who you root for. Because back in the day, man, them Caps teams were nice. 
they just couldn't get over the hump. So, you know, that would be great, though, if they all just congratulated them. As, as far as what you said about putting – I think, you know, Ovi is probably going to go down as, you know, one of the the greatest wingmen the, 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 the skate. But we always kill – we sit here and, and – well, I don't. But I know everybody – a lot of people kill LeBron James because he only got three championships and he lost six and this, that, and other. All right? This is Ovi's first championship. He didn't lost the – Sid the kid multiple times, multiple years. Uh, I think what Sid got, what, three or four championships? So, we got to pump the brakes on. Even if he win next year, that's still only two, and he's still behind Sid the kid. I mean, I know we don't measure everything on championships, but a lot is held on championships. The reason why I say that is because Ovi, if you ask any hockey purists, I've heard Alan May say it. I've heard uh, Smoking Al Koken say it. He's one of the greatest goal scorers to ever play. I mean, how many Rocket Rashad trophies do he, does he have? Absolutely. But now, but how many how many championships does Sidney Crosby have? How many times have the Capitals lost to Pittsburgh at the hands of Sidney Crosby and that crew? You can't. I, he he is. I, I like I said. I just said that he's gonna go down as one of the greatest wingmen ever. But I think to put him on, like you know, hey, I, I, I you know, the, I got Sidney Crosby back. He would have to, they would have to probably win three, and they have to go through Pittsburgh each time. That's the only way you can get back. That's just like saying LeBron James is on the same level with the Warriors. Warriors won the last three out of the four championships. No, he's not. This man then ran through Washington. His, that Pittsburgh Penguins team and, and Crosby has ran through Washington and gave them nightmares every year and put them out the playoffs soundly. So, yeah. I, one, one, I, wait, no, nah, because I think the only thing is, yeah, he would have to most definitely win some championship to catch Crosby. But I think that both of them obviously can score. It's just, um, Ovi is just more physical than Crosby. Crosby is uh, concussion prone. He, you know, he can't take but so many hits, and that's probably the one thing I would give Ovi. He just, he can score. And he's physical. You know, you neither one of them you're really gonna take the puck from. But Crosby's handling is nice. Um, I can't say it, I, I watch more Penguins, of course, than I will Capitals. But just being a physical player on the on the hockey, I mean, you gotta give it to Ovi because it's kind of sort of a tie, but not a tie. And, and the championship kind of breaks that tie up. Yeah, exactly. I'm counting them now. Pittsburgh, 2009. Pittsburgh, 2016. Pittsburgh, 2017. So, he at least has to go through them one more time. And we have two championships versus Crosby's three. So... I mean, like I said, I just can't give that to him. And that man and that team has ran through the the, the Capitals how, the way they have. I, I even though I know he's gonna be, you know, probably go down as you know one of the greatest goal scorers, if not the greatest goal scorer, you know, when his career is finished. And and, and as far as his, his career, I wanted to touch on that. I think premium years. I think anywhere from depending on you know if he if he stays healthy, I think three to five before you see a, a real decline in, in in his in his skills. And like I said, it just depends on injuries and and you know just how fast you know his how how good his body holds up. You know that that's a that's a physical sport, man. So, but let me ask a know, question. I think he's been taking pretty. Good. Me, and I, I, Jim, I know you would know this better than we would. The average. Hockey career. I mean, even old school hockey was about twenty years, right? Yeah, I would think when Brian said three to five. I mean, yeah, he could play easy, probably twenty years. These guys play until they forties. I mean, case in point, <laughs> look at y'all, me, Yager. Yeah, he's I, still playing. Guy, yeah, you think this guy will never retire? But yeah, they can keep playing. But if I'm not mistaken, Gordy Howe played so long. It was it. It had to be Gordy Howe. He played so long that he played with his sons. 
Or they were on the same team in the NHL, if I'm not mistaken. I think they, they, they were in the WHL. They played, and I think Gordy Howe played about 22 years, 25 maybe. Yeah, that, that, that sounds right. Gordy Howe played a long time. And, 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 and a lot of them do play a long time, which is, like I said, surprising because they, I mean, it, it really isn't if you think about it because it's not like they it, they play the whole game. They have shifts. So they get to, you know, get off the ice, sit down, rest, but they still take a beating while they're out there. So, but um, good stuff, Washington Capitals. Congratulations. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. I just looked it up. Gordie Howe played from 1946 to 1998. He took... He, that, that sounds about right. 46 to 80, he missed the 72 season. But he played from 1946 to 1971. 73 to 80. Then came back in 97, 98. Wow. Just wow. KG, you breaking up a little bit. I, I'm just... I'm, I'm just... I'm sorry. I'm just astonished that Gordy Howe played so long he played at seventy. Yeah, he did. He 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 did. He absolutely did. Oh my god! He absolutely did. That is yeah, he did. That's freaking amazing. Let's see here. I'm I'm yeah. Gordy Howe is second with eight hundred and one goals. Gretzky's eight ninety four. Seven. Third. I'm trying to huh. run through him. Ovechkin is 19th with 607 uh, uh, 600, yeah, 607 goals. It looks like he is Patrick Mer- Merlo, 508. He's 41st. Wow. I, Crosby's not even in this list. I thought I really thought I was going to see uh, Crosby and Peter Bondra, 43rd all-time, 503 goals. A lot of names in here that uh, Mike Madonna, Dino Cicerelli, Bobby Hall, Sh- Shanahan, Luke Robitaille, Mario Lemieux, 10th, Yeiserman is 692 is ninth. So I think, uh, you know, I think he'll, I think he wants to go down as probably the greatest goal scorer because Gretzky played a long time too. So is he going to catch Gretzky? I mean, I, like I said, it depends on how long he plays. I think he'll get into – he's at 607 now. I, I think he'll get to at least 700, and that'll put him eighth. So, long way to go, but we shall see. Oh, oh you know what? Sidney Crosby is fifth all-time in points. Points per game with 1.3. So, and then uh, Oveskin is 17th, 1.1. But I was really, I, I, now I need to look up. We got to look up and see how many goals Sidney Crosby has for his career. It'd be interesting. He's not in the top 50, so. But uh, one more thing on the caps. They got a parade. To the parade is Tuesday, right, KG? Yes, sir. 11 a.m. Yeah, that is going to be a mess in downtown D.C., but it's. It's going to be well worth it, and I know everybody going down there is going to have a whole lot of fun. So uh, we won't be down there. Maybe next year we will. Maybe we're we going to start planning for the, the championship parade next year, fellas. Mm. I'm, I'm, you know, I want to be there Tuesday. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put in a little, you know, a couple of hours. If I can bribe the boss to let me go, I'm, I'm going to be there Tuesday. All right, let's move on. We got a lot to talk about with the NBA. So, I mean, it's not too much to talk about. The Cavaliers swept for nothing by the Golden State Warriors. Um, of course, now, you know, everybody's talking about where LeBron's going to go, where he's going to end up at. Um, I think I'll give you my opinion on the Cavaliers, and we can talk about the series. I think if they want to be a serious contender – they either have to get a they got to get a real shooting guard. So they got to get somebody that can put J.R. Smith on the bench. J.R. Smith starting is is just not not going to work. Tristan Thompson 
they need to move on from that. They need to get people that are serious about playing ball. And you know what I'm saying? That doesn't don't have mental lapses that, you know, doing everything else except playing ball. And I don't know who the who LeBron James can can can, can get anybody to come where he wants them. It's just it, it does he want to do that? What's up, man? I I had the question posed to me today. I'm sorry, had to step outside. Does Paul George go to Cleveland? Mm. No. I mean, if I'm Cleveland, do I? I mean, I know he's supposed to be an elite player. I'm, I'm sorry, I just after seeing him what he did at Oklahoma City in the playoffs, I just don't see what the what the hype is about Paul George. Okay, since you said that, how much of this do you blame Westbrook for his actions, for his on-the-court uh, slump? It's 100%. <laughs> 100%. As much as, as much as I think Kevin Durant is a snake and a, and a uh, and what do, what do you call him, uh, KG? He's not an alpha male. What is he? He's a beta male. He's a beta male. Um, he has two championships. Nobody can ever take two championships away from him, two two finals MVPs. But the way we were raised on basketball, the way old school was raised, is completely different from the new school players. Now, we uh, here, here's the thing. I've always gave LeBron James props on how he handled the business side of ball. And we've watched for years – players get traded away from your favorite teams because the teams are ready to move on. Now the players are putting a little bit more of the power in their hands, and I don't blame them. But I just don't see how you can sit there and smile when you went to a 73-win team. I, I That's a whole other subject, but somebody has to assemble a team to beat this. I, I, I think that him going to Houston – will probably pose the greatest threat to the Warriors because they already have Harden. They already have CP3. You add LeBron James and Clint Compella that gave uh, Durant problems checking him. I think you have something there. You, you, you have, somebody has to assemble a team to beat the Warriors. <laughs> hey, you got something to say, Kevin? I will cure this. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm 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 a jump in this fray here. Number one, PG thirteen and Cleveland. No, LeBron LeBron is already it's already been reported. LeBron's opting out and he's gonna weigh his decision. He opts out every year. I don't of put course. I don't put too much in that. Yeah, but I I love it when he opts out because then I can send him like little tweets and stuff and try to DM him like, hey, what's good, bro? You know, Chicago kind of wants you here. But I mean, I digress. But he's going out west. Yes. I agree with that. He's going to go out west. But him, Paul George, Boogie Cousins, L.A. Lakers, we need to hook up with Julius Randle, Lonzo Ball, and Kyle Kuzma. And then they're going to put role players around them. But they're going to be business-minded role players, those type of role players that know, hey, this is my role. I'm supposed to come in, and I am a 10-10 and guy. I come in, and I do 10-10. and <laughs> because uh, the role players they have in Cleveland, such as uh, Kyle Korver, I don't know what happened to him. That's my man. I don't know what happened to him. Kendrick Perkins is a bum, and I hope he listens to this show. You ever come to DC, <laughs> Kendrick Perkins, look me up because you're a bum. You're sitting on a bench talking trash in street clothes. You're a bum, son. You're a fake gangster. And you're a bum. So I'm not hard to find. All you got to do is send a DM. I can sit down, have dinner with you, tell you how much of a bum you are. And then we can knuckle up or whatever. I'm good with that. But the role players that LeBron had around him, I wouldn't stay in Cleveland. I'm going to L.A. That's his best bet because he's going to hook up. They got the money. It's not about the money, but it's about winning. He can run the East from L.A. Not only can he run – I'm sorry, he can run the West from L.A. Not only can he run the West, but he'll run the state of California because if they put a team, the right team together with Magic Johnson at the helm, L.A. is going to run the West. I like that. I like that. I like that. You know what's gonna happen if you put that team together? You said 
that'd be a decent team. But the, remember, the Heat went to the finals the first year and lost because they didn't have the right players around them. Didn't have the right role players. Didn't have the right. That's going to happen in L.A. But, it's it's, it's going to take a lot to beat that Warriors team. That's why you have to you have to pick up your you, you have to find some a uh, sharpshooter like Mike Miller. You got to find an old aging vet that can still got a little bit in the tank like a Ray Allen. You got to find these guys, and you have but to. Why put, do you? But why? Why do you want to do that when all you have to do is sign papers in Cleveland? Uh, Cleveland, sign papers in Houston, and, and you've already Houston almost beat Golden State in Game Six they, without without that crybaby, without that soft. Soft buttermilk biscuit, Chris Paul. <laughs> they almost beat. They almost had them. If they didn't miss twenty-seven straight threes in Game Seven, they might have beat them in Game Seven. So you add LeBron James to that mix. I mean, I just think that's if he's going to go somewhere, that's the best place. I think if he, the only place he could go in the East. If he didn't go, if he didn't stay in Cleveland and have somebody come to Cleveland, and I don't know how that would work out, is the Wizards. Because, like I said, when when KD was a free agent, KD, you put KD on that team, that team goes to the finals. Get rid of Otto Porter. You get rid of whoever you got to get rid of to make room for him to play. But then you still have Brad Bill, Wall, you go get an athletic big man like the Warriors did, like JaVel McGee. You go get somebody that can run the floor. You go get a, a, a grinder like Draymond Green. I think they have that in Mike Scott. So, if, besides Cleveland, I think the best landing spot would be Washington. I mean, that's, that's a hope. I got to disagree with you, bro. I mean, what what other team makes sense? For, he, Philly. I'm not going to say he, he going to – New York, and they're going – I mean, I think any team he goes on is going to be in the East Finals. But I'm saying that at this point in his career, he doesn't want to rebuild a team. Make room for me to come. I already have your pieces together. Houston. Philly. Philly, the Wizards. What other teams have their pieces together, that all you got to do is add LeBron James, and you can beat the Golden State Warriors. Not just go to the final. It's about beating them. At this point. So you don't think adding LeBron James, bringing in Paul George, and Boogie Cousins, are, I know he's going back to California because he didn't already gave hints that he wants to hook up with PG-13 out in L.A. because everybody knows that PG-13 is going to L.A. You don't think them hooking up in L.A. is pieces together? Bro, like I said, I just watched the Oklahoma City playoffs. PG-13 got a lot to prove to me. But okay. in his defense, how enthusiastic would you be? You're two no. guard. No, 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 I'm not oh, no, 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 no. I'm not giving you that. No, no. How enthusiastic would you be if you're coming down and you got a guy that's not really worried about winning? He's worried about stat chasing, getting his triple double. Like we could be running the break, and he'll wait. I got it. When the rebound come off, we already down the break. Like, dude, if the big man would have got the ball and outlet pass, man, that's an easy two points. But then we got to worry about you bringing the ball up, going straight to the lane, and either trying to dunk on somebody or pulling up, shooting a lame jumper. Come on, man. How enthusiastic would you be after doing a season of that? Bro, I, I'm going to kill that. I'm going to kill Jim, you got something to say? No, nah, no, nah, because he made the point I just made earlier. How much of this do you bring for – PG-13 slouch on Westbrook. I think I think Westbrook is going to take a lot of the brunt because he's proved that he, he, he pushed KD out of town. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. We're talking about men that are getting paid to play basketball. So you are you going to give Carmelo Anthony excuse for not wanting to cut? It's obvious in his body language that he doesn't want to play. Melo got something else going on. He got something way bigger going on. Nobody knows what it is officially, but he got something way bigger going on. Hey, 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 if that's the case, that's fine. But you get played, you get paid to play basketball at a high level. And I just, I can't give you that excuse for Paul George. I don't care. You're in a playoff game. You still that 
they're still, I mean, he's still missing threes, missing shots, lazy on defense. Like, I mean, if that's the case, Oladipo should have gave up because, oh, man, I'm going against LeBron James. We don't have a chance. That's the same type of mentality. That's the same type of thinking. Why didn't Oladipo give up? Oladipo played his butt off against LeBron James in the playoffs. So they played their butt off. So what? I so now Oladipo himself came from OKC. Yep, he ain't look nothing like the Oladipo we see in Indiana. Yeah, and you are hundred, you're hundred percent right because you already have a superstar. You already have a superstar. What? Westbrook is take he's he Westbrook is definitely an alpha male. So, in turn, you only supposed to have one superstar. Now, I mean, granted, I heard somebody describe Michael Jordan as an alpha male and Scottie Pippen as his beta. But I, I, I later years, yeah, I could see Scottie as a beta. But you you can have two alphas on the same team. Well, well, I th- I don't think the alpha came out for Oladipo until this season until. It was on him squarely to run the show, and then he 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 got that confirmation to himself that hey, I can play with anybody in this league. When he start going back and forth with uh with Bronny, I think that you know what I'm saying that's the confirmation you need sometimes. Sometimes you have that game, and I think that that was a series for him for like hey, I can play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, you don't have to. The team is yours. The team is his. It wasn't OKC. Wasn't his team. I'll give you that. But look at the production from every other star that's ever played with Russell Westbrook, and then look at what they've done when they leave and go elsewhere. Every star that plays with Russell Westbrook, their shooting percentage is low. Their points per game is low. Turnovers are high, but then when they go elsewhere, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Oladipo, uh, who else? Um, geez, even the, the young guy that was his dance partner that came to Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. same thing, same thing. Yeah, I mean, you take KD off that list. But <laughs> like I said, man, I just, I just like, like I said, you can't take the championships away from him. He dropped forty, you know what I'm saying? He dropped, he dropping buckets. That's the um, Slim Reaper, man. You know what? And we talked about this off air. Like this is when you miss the old school '80s basketball because even in the West Finals when they were playing Houston, I thought that Houston was letting him get inside that free throw, that, that little comfort area where he likes to shoot over people right around the free throw line, that little area, and, and shoot the jumper, little quick jumper. I thought he was getting in there way too much. Like, at some point, not, not to hurt anybody, but at some point, somebody, he got to take a shot. You're not going to keep coming in here. You're not going to keep coming here just shooting jumpers and walking around this, this little paint area and doing as you please. You got to take a shot. You got to go to the ground. That, I'm sorry. That's how I feel about LeBron. When he takes it to the basket, like he just shoves everybody out the way, you got to hack him one good time. And yeah, one good Draymond did. It makes, Draymond did. Yeah, I'm just saying it makes you think like, man, I ain't trying to take another shot like that again. But oh, oh, Hold on. Hold on. Now, I, 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 I get – I, I get people riled up with the things I say about LeBron. A lot of it's in jest because I like getting people angry. I, I love, you know, starting fires there. But when LeBron goes to the lane and you hack him, don't give him the foul call and see what happens. He's going to go to the lane again. But instead of him trying to lay it up, he's going to try to dunk it. And when he dunks it, it's going to feel like he's shoving it down your throat. And the next thing you know, he's on fire. He didn't score 50 on you because you didn't piss him off. That's not a guy I really want to hack once going to the lane. Look, everybody has to be taught a lesson. <laughs> All you can do is try. You got you got twenty four free fouls sitting on the pine. Use them all up. And, and exactly, Jim. Because I'm saying, I'm saying you got a freight train. It's, it's the difference between KD and LeBron. You got a freight train of LeBron, two hundred and sixty something pounds, six seven. KD, what? How much does KD weigh? Two thirty. 
If that. Man, I'm telling you, I tell Rodney Hood to go out there. If he come to the free throw line, put a knee in his chest. I'm serious. Hit him to the ground. You got you got six fouls. Use all of them. Kevin Durant's 240. 240. But he's not – you could tell the difference between the bill between him and James. It's a it's two different people. Like I said, Katie, Katie's thing is and he's he's got it perfected. He likes doing that little shot over people. And he's got it perfected. And like I said, the only person I've seen in the playoffs give him problems was Clint Capella out of Houston. Because he's long and he's defensive minded. That's why I said, it, "Hey KG, is this is this a a, a a a a a free agent year for Clint Capella?" I don't think so. Okay, so I'm gonna say whenever his year is, he's gonna get paid. He's <laughs> playing like this. He's gonna get paid. So I I had a question about Clint Capella today. Go ahead, fire away, Trey Jordan, huh? I said fire away. What's the question? Is, is he another Andre Jordan? Is he just good for out of oops? Because I said the same thing. This man about to get paid. But if it wasn't no. for hard, if it wasn't for hard taking it to the lane and just throwing it up to him, how good is Clint Capella? No. I, I I really you know what I thought about. He's six. Clint Capella is six ten, two forty. So he's about the same size as Durant. Um, I I really think he he got some game, Jim, because. You know, I, I think that playing with Harden and CP3 helped because they spread the floor, which opens him up. So I really, th- I, I think that helps a lot. But they can't help him on defense. Okay. He was, yeah. I think you're not like it's certain players in this league you're not gonna stop. You're not gonna stop LeBron James. You can slow down certain people. I think you can slow down Steph Curry. You can slow down James Harden. You're not gonna stop Kevin Durant. Yeah. Who else is in that category of not being able to be stopped? Is that it? Yeah, it, it ain't yet. Uh, unless you, uh, 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 my man Davis from uh, the Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll put. I can put him in there. It just. It's just certain guys. They're gonna score. You're not gonna stop it. You know what? But put Russell Westbrook in that category too. Uh, yeah. No, we're not because he's gonna stop himself. No. <laughs> You didn't say anything about him stopping himself, but you can't stop. <laughs> you know what? You're. You know what? I'm gonna give you credit for that. I'm gonna say yeah because when he wants to take it to the basket, he's a monster. When he shoots that jump shot, he becomes a dud. So, um, yeah. So we we agree on. We'll, we'll put those in that category. So I thought Clint Capella did a, a decent defensive job on. KD bothering him because if you just let's just say that that team that K, uh, KG put together in LA, you put Paul George. I mean, you, Clay Thompson isn't the most ath- athletic person in the world, so I'm not going to put him on somebody that needs to be checked. If you put Paul George on Steph Curry, he have height advantage over him. Steph Curry maybe going to try to use his quickness. But if you get a Paul George that actually wants to play and play some defense, you're going to give Steph Curry a, a, a hard time just because of the height and the size. Of okay. You know? I agree. So I just think that it's certain players that you can slow. James Harden prove that you can slow him down. You play a certain way, let him, you let him shoot himself out of the game. Yeah. He's not unstoppable. He can go to the basket when he wants to. You know, but that's not automatic. Like LeBron James, he goes to the basket. He's he's pretty good. KD, you know, they pretty pretty much know that's gonna be a basket, whether it's a free throw or they're gonna get the bucket themselves. So <laughs> I totally agree with that. Say it again. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um all the Warriors are dynasty at this point. Three out of the four last championships. Everybody on that team is willing to take a pay cut and stay with the team. Um, three out of the four, I think at this point, they got to be considered on the lower tier of dynasties. 
I really think they do because right now it's nobody in their way to stop them. But who was on that tier with them? If you put them in a the lower tier, um, whew. I say um, Houston. <laughs> nah, yeah, I can the, agree the, with that. The ninety, the ninety, the ninety four, ninety five Houston team. I think the uh, you put them on the uh, the two thousand Lakers level. But see, hold on, wait, wait, wait. See, Lakers and Celtics. That's a dynasty. No matter what, they're always going to be a dynasty because that's where the team. Those are the two top teams. No, no, I'm talking. I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Where, like, the history of the team is a dynasty, but I'm talking about like we know that the the 2000 Lakers was a dynasty, the 90s Bulls was a dynasty, and I think you have to say the two the 2010 Warriors are a dynasty now. I think that's you know what I'm saying. I think the Spurs in the 2000 you could put them in the same category probably with the, the Lakers as a dynasty because for from 99 to into the 2000s, then they win three championships? They no. Win. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. We're talking about they won the, the short Spurs. Season. Yeah, they won they five. Won, they won five. 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 Oh, yeah. five. I think okay. he's talking about between the Lakers and the Spurs between 90 and like 2000 or 2000 or whatever. That what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying the Spurs in '99 they won the shortened championship, uh, Duncan's rookie year, right? Well, that was his second year. His second year, okay. So that's one, and I thought they won what three more in the 2000s. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, you're yeah. right. They won uh 2000, '99, 2003, 2005, and 2007. So I would put them in the when I say lower tier dynasties, I I say that though like. Teams that have won two or three championships, and okay, yeah, in a decade, I, I see what you're saying. So I, I, I got them as the favorites next year because I got Chris Paul coming back next year and faking another injury so he don't have to play game six and seven. Damn. <laughs> oh my hey, god! Sorry, CP3, but I mean, you, you made you made your bed, baby. You made your bed. If y'all had to, if y'all had to pick right now, where LeBron James is going, Jim, where you think LeBron James is going to go? Man, be honest with you, I don't even know. You know, you know, of course, I want him to go to the Lakers, and and then again, I don't. You know, but I don't know, man. And you know what? I think it's a struggle either way. If he stay on the East, and he stays in Cleveland, he need pieces. And they still got to go through the Warriors or the Rockets at the end of the season. If he goes to L.A., the problem is he'll see the Warriors four times and then maybe in the playoffs. So, And the Rockets four times. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know where he's going to, you know, hopefully the Lakers, man. But I don't think – I'll say, I'll say this. I definitely don't think LeBron will do a, a Rudy Gay and a Vince Carter where – you go sign somewhere where you know you're not going to win. I thought that was bozo moves on their part. <laughs> I really think. No, I'm sorry, not Rudy Gay. Vince Carter is another name I'm thinking. Rudy Gay is, is, is playing for the uh, Spurs, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Vince Carter, for sure, is another. It's somebody else I'm thinking of. But I thought Vince Carter could have went somewhere and helped a contender. And he went and signed with Sacramento. I was just like, okay, yeah, you're – you're done. Stick a fork in you. KG, where you think LeBron going? I can tell you where he's not going. It won't be Cleveland, but uh my 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 my, my sources but my mind telling me he's gonna wind up in Philly. Cause there's a lot of young talent in Philly and LeBron's a he's a different type of person. And he's a different type of superstar. He'll take a young guy under his wing and and say, hey, this is what you got to look for. You got to be here. You got to be there. Do this. And it's a lot of young guys that will sit at his feet and learn. And they will win instantly in Philly. So I'm taking it. I think it's going to be Philly. I, I can go with that. But you know what? Since he got a young guy, why not head to the Lakers at Mitchell Julius Randle? Who's just a monster, just like him, going from coast to coast? Except for LeBron, jump shot is better. So if that's the case, hell, if I'm Julius Randle, I'm hoping uh, LeBron come to LA. 
you know what I will give LeBron James? LeBron James is always conscious of his moves and the impact they have. I think wherever he he knows wherever he go is going to be a shift of power. So if he go to the West, you know, it's going to be West dominant. The East isn't getting anything out of him. I think the only teams that, you know, could probably compete is Boston. And then if the Wizards do the right moves, they, you know, you, ha- you had to have a complete team. Um, had any of you, either one of y'all thought about LeBron joining the, the Warriors? I wouldn't watch basketball anymore. Yeah, I thought about it. Jim? Yeah. Have I, you thought, thought about, about it all, Jim? Yeah, I, I, I thought about it. And, I, man, I had that question today, too. But it'll be such a luxury tax for the owner. But you think he would do that? I, hey, I think he will. Why not? He, look, at this point, if you're going to switch jobs and you're tired of being um, the the focal guy, why not take the pressure off yourself? It, you know, I having this discussion today, I was like, you know, it watching LeBron play in the playoff this year was just like watching him play, uh, what, 2007 or whatever when he had Booby Gibson in them. Yeah. All, these guys go, all these guys go to four corners. And he's at the top of the key, dribbling, waiting, and he can't pass this to nobody. So, man, I get. Here's the thing, though. I think the Warriors will pull that trigger. Steph, KD, and LeBron James. But here's the thing: I think they have to get rid of somebody. Which I think the scapegoat will probably be Clay Thompson. I think his scapegoat would be because you can't get rid of Draymond. Draymond plays hell of a defense. He's energy. I think he's way more valuable than Clay Thompson. But that's why you play the luxury tax for one year. You don't get rid of anybody. You already know you're gonna get LeBron twenty five thirty. Yeah, going to the luxury tax. You can't. I don't think. I don't. I don't know how that works because he's a free agent. So he. I think he. He. I think he. They can sign him for the veteran minimum, but they could. Unless they clear that, I don't think they can give him just out and give him twenty five million dollars. I could be wrong. We gotta look that up, KG. That's fine, but I'm, I'm just why. But this is my thing. I, it's a great question, by the way. But what would be the point of him going to Golden State? I mean, I, we all know the old adage: if you can't beat him, join him. But that would make the NBA so boring because you already know okay you got three of the top superstars on one team and who's going to beat them they forget 73 and 9 forget 72 and 10 they might win 80 games but but kevin think about it this way if you work in an office with somebody and you know you bust your tail every time you go into the office, and this guy or gal over here is a slouch, and somebody said, hey, come over to this office. It's better. We all do our fair share of work, and, and let's pressure on you. What you going to do? And it still, sounds great. Hey, I'm going to make a reference, fellas, and I'm going I'm to reach a little bit with this one, with this reference. I need y'all to, to buckle in. I need y'all to stay with me, okay? All my Dragon Ball Z fans out there. <laughs> every episode, every new series, Goku gets stronger. What happens? The villains get stronger too, right? What I'm saying is if LeBron James goes to get to, to the Warriors, yeah, that's that's the same cop out as KD. It's absolutely the same cop out as KD. But they're gonna win the next three to four championships. What I'm saying is, I think they're going to make the league stronger. They're going to make the league have to adapt to beating them. Teams are going to have to teams are going to have to assemble their own squads more than what they're doing now, because we've always talked about the Toronto's, the Washingtons of the world, the Orlando's. Nobody wants to go there. Free agency. They have to build their squad. Boston, L.A., you know, Cleveland when LeBron's there, Miami. 
you know, now the Warriors, Houston, those are destinations free agents want to go to. That's why for the life of me, I cannot understand why Vince Carter signed in Sacramento. Yeah, but okay. Vince, Vince didn't never want to really be the man from the get-go. Yeah, he didn't. He, he doesn't have that in him. He's a beta, too. He's a beta with a, 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 a lowercase b. <laughs> Absolutely. He, he, he is. Um, I think I, then you're talking about, then we're having another conversation, which, because Stephen A already dismissed LeBron James after getting swept of any type of Jordan conversation. Oh Lord! But but listen to this. If he goes and joins the Warriors, he's three and six now in the finals. You're talking about him being possibly six and six or seven and six. Nobody's going to beat them for a while. True. People True. are going to learn. People are going to have to learn how to beat them, and that is probably more than likely what we talk about. The 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 formula would be for that. I will let KD score 100 points because everybody else on your team could be slowed down. I can slow down Steph Curry. I can slow down Trey, uh, Clay Thompson. I can slow down Draymond Green. I'm not worried about nobody else. But what's your definition of slow down? You can slow him down and still drop 25 on you. You still got a problem. Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm thinking you put your game plan together defensively. No double teams. You stay with this man all game. You know what I'm saying? If we switch, you know what I'm saying? The same same thing. We switch and whoever you switch is going to have the advantage. But I'm saying if you build your team where you got your front line that averages 6'5", what's Steph Curry, KG? How tall is Steph Curry? 6'3". 6'3"? Yep. You get an athletic, quick – just like they did with uh, just like they did with Tyron Lue trying to guard, guard Iverson, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Iverson? Remember when he was the Iverson guarder for yep. most of his career? Exactly. Because he was quick. He still ain't really stopped AI. He 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 slowed him down a little because he was yeah. quick as him. So we lost KG. I'm back. Yeah, he back. He back. What I was saying is KG that remember how Tyron Lue was the Iverson. Checker for most of his career. Yeah, he made a whole career out of that. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, you can build a team just like just like in football. If your conference is built on, you got a a, a, a team in there that like the Patriots. What do, what do the other teams have to do? They have to draft defensive backs and pass rushers, right? No right. different from the NBA. If you you have to have, you got to go get you some tall, athletic two-way players. I'm telling you, teams can be put together to beat that squad the way it is now. Even if LeBron James goes there, it's just going to take a minute for people to build these teams. And you're going, exactly. to, see, and you're going to see more auto-porter deals where somebody like like him at his size, 6'7", that can you know play good defense, they're going to get $120 million contracts that they really wouldn't get any other time. Yeah, like Andre Roberts in the OKC. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, but doesn't that fall back into who's gonna spend that type of money? Because the owner of the Warriors owns Cisco or from Microsoft or something, and that's why I'm going back to the luxury tax thing. Is I do the luxury tax for one year, and if I can have all four of them guys, and then maybe get rid of Clay to lessen up the tax next time. Hey, why not do it for one year? But then are other owners willing to spend this much money? Because the closest to probably the Rockets is the Rockets owner willing to add these pieces to say, you know what? I need like two more superstars. Let's do it. Well, I think I think the I think definitely the Warriors because if they add that, their merchandise sell alone won't be through the roof. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're already the most popular bandwagon team right now. <laughs> You know, it's people riding around here in Maryland with Golden State flags on their car and stuff. I'm just shaking my head like, stop it, stop it. People, with Golden you stop State it right jerseys. now, huh? You stop it right that's, now. That's what you got to tell them. That's that's for the full players from Maryland and Washington D.C. on the Warriors team, man. That's what that's for. Man, they 
bandwagon riding, boy. That that thing, they had to put more wheels on it because a lot of people. Oh, I've been I've been a Golden State fan my whole life when uh when Mr. Cooper played with him. <laughs> you know what? I'm, not to be funny, I, I posted a picture like that, and I said, "Since you're a Golden State Warrior fan, name who was this? It was Mark Curry." But I said, name the two players that was behind him. Nobody could name the, talking about, I've been a Golden State Warrior fan since like the early 90s. I said, who was running TMC? Couldn't tell me. Oh, I said, oh. what position did Tyrone Hill play? Couldn't tell me. I said, do you remember when y'all got Billy Owens? Couldn't tell me. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. My man, Billy Owens. You can shut them frauds down real quick, man. Real quick. Um, then, you know, they, they say, well, Tim Hardaway ain't never played with the Warriors. What is you talking about? I said, oh, God. <laughs> they don't know nothing. <laughs> they couldn't even tell me what the UTEP two-step was. So I was like, yeah, I'm not even talking to smart people. Hey, man. One more topic, fellas. We're going to go to our last topic, then we're going to wrap it up. Um, as everybody knows, Terrell Owens got nominated to the Hall of Fame. And uh, over the last week, he, he said he will not be attending the ceremony, which I 100% love. And it just, and the true colors of the the, the reporters, the voters are coming out because now they feel stupid and shunned because he's not going to the ceremony. And, and I think T.O. got to the point where he was just tired of the whole process. And I think it goes back to the point where I don't think the reporters should have that. I think you could have some reporters in there. Me and Kate, you talked about it earlier. I think it needs to be 80, 90 percent Hall of Fame players. Guys, what y'all think? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, sometimes, you know, especially when you feel you're the best and you've been snubbed two to three times just to get in. I mean, and, and guys have been waiting longer to get in. And some guys, even unfortunately, haven't even got in yet. So I understand. Man. I can't be, you know, he should do what he feels right. I believe Joe Montana reached out to him or Steve Young, somebody asked him to show up. And, I, and with these reporters, I mean, the guy said no. I wish I wouldn't have voted for him. Fool, you should if you if that's your response to his to his uh what he say he's gonna do, then you don't need to be voting. Because then you find out somebody's not gonna show up, even though they deserve of getting in, and you're not gonna vote for them. So they should be stripped of their right to vote, man. It, it it doesn't make no sense. Don't hold something against somebody because you don't like what they did. Then you you're not you're not doing it from a business or football aspect, you're doing it from a personal aspect now. Exactly. KG. Number one, this is why I love doing this show because Jim just hit the nail right on the goddamn on head. I don't really, I agree wholeheartedly, but I, like I told you earlier, it should be 10% writers. You should have your Peter Kings and, uh, you know, Tony Kornheiser. Michael Wilbon, those guys are writers that, that are not biased. Yes, T.O. was a diva, but that's what so was Michael Irvin. Look at Michael Irvin's stats. Look what he did. He deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Chris Carter, look at his stats. He was snubbed his first year. Why? Because he didn't get along with the media. No. Uh-uh. And I agree with T.O. wholeheartedly. He said he wants to go and do something for his family and his friends. That's He wants to be with them. He doesn't want to take away from the family. He doesn't want to take away from his children. I agree wholeheartedly. You don't have to show up. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with him, man. Like I said, it's it's personal why he didn't get in the first couple times because of the his relationship with the media and, and everything else. But I, I, I thought it was real. Like I said, the guys that are coming out, oh, I should have, you know, shouldn't have voted for him. But you voted for him based on his career. So now you coming out saying you wouldn't vote. That's primarily, like Jim said, you, you now it's personal. And if you're going to vote like that, that's how y'all been voting the whole time. And that's everybody's point. Y'all shouldn't be voting. Look how long they kept Art Monk out. Oh, because Art Monk didn't have any spectacular catches. Numbers don't lie. Yep. Every, Rice did, every record that Jerry Rice broke was Art Monk's. This is the reason why they keeping they kept Joe Jacoby out. Why they're keeping Brian Mitchell out. Numbers don't lie. If it was up to the Hall of Famers themselves to vote, Joe Jacoby would have been in years ago because even Lawrence Taylor said it. I've never faced a tougher tackle other than Joe Jacoby. One of the best tackles I've ever faced. 
Come on. That's coming from a player that played against him on a regular twice a year. Yep. Yeah. That's I know. <laughs> hey, fellas, we're we going to wrap it up there. We're going to end the Sunday edition of Out of Bounds. Uh, Jim, you got any final words, final thoughts? Man, just uh, it's going to be a dry season for a little while, unless you're a baseball fan. So I might start watching some baseball, some bowling on Saturdays, but, you know, make the best of it. Let's enjoy our days. We got on, on this planet and, uh, you know, and be well each other. KG, you know what I need you to do, man. Let let these good people know all our platforms we're on and the two new our two new platforms. We can be heard right here on Anchor FM, Google Music, well, Google Play Music, I'm sorry, Apple iTunes in the podcast section, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and now you can hear us on Breaker and CastBox. You want to reach us? You can reach us at our email, oobshowpodcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on our Facebook page, Out of Bounds, colon, podcast, Instagram, OOB Show Podcast, or Twitter, OOB Show Podcast 4. Hey, KG, from now on, when you when you reeling off our platforms, man, since the, the iPhone is the most superior device, let's iTunes first, okay? I'm sorry, I can't do that. I am an Android user. Galaxy is the greatest. Yeah, the the most the, the, the device that's hosting this this great podcast is an iPhone. So just just shout out iTunes first, okay? Well, yeah, you, you know you put that out there. You and that iPhone, you sound like you're underwater right now. Okay, good, gotcha. What? It's, it's, all, it's all good. <laughs> hey, that is all our time for tonight. I, I thought we would have a forecast, but we're gonna come back to y'all sometime this week. Uh, we want to do another uh, simulation draft on 2K. And uh, like I said, we want to do it with a couple of uh, listeners. So uh, if you're interested in that, just let one of us know, email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to do. Until the next time, everybody be safe. Have a great uh, rest of your Sunday and and be safe all week. And don't forget that UTEP two-step.